Hey, this is just Keenan popping in to let you know that there was some weird stuff with this where the audio was cutting out, so I did what I could, but uh, it, it's a little choppy. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Good day. It's a bad movies. <laughs> bad, bad movies. We watch the bad movies, so, so you don't have to. Or just cause. I'm Derek. I'm Keenan. And uh, what bad movie are we watching, Keenan? Batman and Robin. <laughs> it's one of my favorites of all time because it was a childhood classic, and uh, I've talked about that before. But like, it's it's just up I feel there. like it's been quite some time. If if you will, it's been a while since, <laughs> since we've watched this movie. Yes, it definitely has been. It's been at least five or ten years since I watched this movie. There were definitely some parts of this movie where I was like, I just don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So let's. Uh, what, what we what we normally do here on the show is we we talk about the movie like scene by scene. We kind of break it down. Um, as and uh, uh, point out why it's silly a lot of the time. Oh yes, or why it's good, or why it is actually good, actually. Yeah. And um, then at the end, we give it a quick little rating. And, yes, uh, I haven't actually thought about my numbers too much yet, so I I'm going to do that throughout this. Yeah, yeah, I have to do the same thing because I hadn't actually fully figured out mine either. We pretty much just got done watching this movie. Yeah, uh, we, again, we, I mean, we've seen it multiple times throughout our childhood. Yeah, but... I will. I will reiterate. I had this basically memorized. Watching this again was like, uh, uh, it was like going on an old ride. That's always been at the carnival, <laughs> you know, every single year since you were a kid. And, like, just when you're an adult, it kind of hits different. And yeah. That's yeah. that's what this felt like, a carnival ride that hit a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's, let's start things off. Uh, I know you have limited notes. Yeah, yeah. I, at some point, stopped taking notes and I started just... Letting the movie wash over me. <laughs> I, on the other hand, got into my fourth page of notes. They are double spaced. It's a, the note taking thing, but like, it's it's still four pages, and it starts with icy credits. Yeah, <laughs> and it opens up and it's got these icy ass fucking. It's all ice, like lit with red. Mm-hmm. Is what it looks like. It is so. It's it's an interesting idea. Yeah, it it looks. All right, it's just it very it looks very nineties. Yeah, um, it fits its era well. Yeah, we get the classic suit up. Yeah, the the very beginning, the suit up montage. Yeah, I had instant ass and groin shots. Yeah, because yeah. they bat nipples, bat nipples. They zoom right in. They give you a nice like shot on the butt for like at least a second or two, and then they turn around and they clip the belt. Yeah, and where it could just be a belt shot, would yeah. you lean in and tell me like they they could have zoomed in on the belt and made it a belt shot? Yeah, they could have like they could have just made the belt the center of the shot, and they didn't. They like Dutch angled it, and so like the crotch was the center of the shot, and the belt was like the upper third of the frame. <laughs> and like that that can be effective, but like it's really weird to do that with an opening suit up crotch shot. <laughs> <laughs> Right after you had the ass shot. Yeah, like, it was super, like, Joel Schumacher was unapologetically very gay. Mm -hmm. And, like, he was, 
it very much said he brought some sexuality to the characters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna say like, like it, it's not like he did the same thing when when Barbara suited up later in the yeah, movie. Yeah, like he did the exact same thing to her. Same treatment. She and she got it solo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. <laughs> Um, where is the Batmobile, re- Batmobile rising from? Why? <laughs> because that's what's always happened. No, but that's what's always happened is the Batmobile rises up out of the thing and then he takes off. It just doesn't really make any sense. No, it I, doesn't. It Especially just... when it goes back down and then comes back up with Robin's motorcycle. Yeah, and uh, you got to just imagine there's just a rotating garage down there at that point. That's mm. fucking nuts. Yeah, well, he, he's got a lot of money. A lot of vehicles. Yeah. The first line of the movie is whiny Robin going, I want a car. I want a car. Chicks dig the car. Pretty cool motorcycle. Yeah. I just don't understand his logic. <laughs> also, that car looks cheesy as hell. Uh, I had I had so many of the toys from this movie, including this Batmobile. And, like, when you drove it, the little light in the front lo- lit up. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, driving rotates the thing and makes yeah. it light up. Yeah. The toys are cool. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it was. That's probably why I actually love this movie. <laughs> no, there's a lot of things about this movie I loved as a child and still love now. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was really looking at this um, with a critical view while we watched it because that's what this podcast is about. Like this particular yeah. one is about like that's fair critiquing the bad movies mm-hmm. and why they're bad, but. I love this movie yeah, so I was much. Say, this, this movie ticks a lot of boxes <laughs> for me, though. So it's like it's hard to be like, yeah. But then, yeah, yeah. So he is very whiny, and then he gets on a cool motorcycle yeah. and rides away. The Robin cycle is pretty cool. Alfred is sick. Alfred's sick immediately. <laughs> they let you know Alfred is sick. Alfred is sick. Um, he has a hard time. He keeps a he keeps a good face in front of in front of Batman and Robin. But as soon as they are not looking at him, he's like, oh dying. man, he's like, he does not look okay. Oh, uh, do you have any notes for this first opening sequence bit? Uh, no, my next note is I love ice puns. <laughs> All right. Um, my next note after Alfred is sick is uh, one absolute. Everything freezes. Yeah. yeah. What? <laughs> well, what? In what? In what way does that make sense? Does I the... like. Well, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger literally bursts onto the scene and says, "The Iceman coming." <laughs> <laughs> That's his opening line in this movie. He did say that. He did say that first. <laughs> So, like, it just starts off with you already knowing that, like, his character is going to be ridiculous and cheesy and fun. Like, yeah. The, and, like... And, I mean, the vehicle he comes in on, like, later on with the, the big old spikes on the front and the mm-hmm. big old cartoony ice beam that's just in it. Yeah. They don't ever explain how that thing's powered. No. Probably, probably through also diamonds. diamonds. Yeah, probably He's just also wasting diamonds. so many diamonds on that thing. <laughs> The fact that his suit just consumes diamonds is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's just the fuel source is diamonds. <laughs> He's like, I'm running low, and he just shoves more diamonds in there. Like, where are you getting all of these diamonds? <laughs> He's got all the little ones just around. You gotta assume he's just been robbing Can you use cubic zirconium? Because that would be way easier. He could just manufacture that. I don't know. I, and you think if he was a scientist as deep as he says he is, like, 
in this iteration. He could have figured out a way to power the suit that was not literal diamonds. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But um, after a little bit of fight, the... the... <laughs> like yeah, they, they just show up. He just kind of is like tells them to go, and then they appear. Yeah, and the, and like it would it would like it would be a forgivable level of hockey goons if it was like five, you know? Yeah, it's like, like ten or twelve of them. No, there's like twenty five of those guys. There's so many. They is all there? just like because you can see how many there are when they all slide down the 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 stairs that he's iced over. Mm-hmm. They're all in ice skates. Everyone yeah. in ice skates. <laughs> And uh, they all come down uh, the stairs, and there's, like, two rows of them, and there's, like, <laughs> 10 or 15 per row. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> that seems like a useful trait if you're going to be a bad guy. Have a lot of goons. Yeah, well, uh, you might want to have uh, goons that don't play hockey with your precious gems. It's a diamond. It's a diamond. That's not really the point. It just feels very reckless to do with something that I'm is the point sure of your mission. I'm pretty sure he told them to. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> he just freezes people as a whole. Sometimes he can freeze part of them. Sometimes he freezes entire things, and sometimes he just can do it like a minuscule itty bitty freeze thing. And it just doesn't like he doesn't adjust anything before he shoots at any point in time. Like, does he just think it? Yeah, yeah. It's does just he just int- think it? <laughs> that's what makes that ice gun work his intent you'd think it would just cure Nora then <laughs> Nora can't be cured with ice gun well it's it's fake they made that <laughs> uh, Freeze has a full blown rocket for escape destruction purposes yeah I, I thought that was interesting like that's a T minus countdown rocket like yeah yeah and it was just in the back of that vehicle yeah just like I didn't realize that vehicle was that long until that rocket popped up out of the back of it, and I was like, whoa. Because you were at questioning, you're like, how did they get that vehicle in that building to get the... And I was like, oh, they just drove it through. I'm like, it looks like, yeah. like they could freeze and just use the spikes to ram through, I guess. Yeah, like, that makes logical sense to me. We didn't see the other side of the building, so they could have been ramming through walls during the fight, even. So yeah. we, we just don't know. Yeah. But then uh, an entire rocket leans up out of the back like it's an <laughs> aircraft carrier. And I'm like, wait, how big is this fucking thing? I just thought about something I don't have noted down. They're driving a fully intact version of that later on. Is there just another rocket in the back? He might have just have another rocket in the back, yeah. yeah. That's crazy they don't use that again. Well, he was not trying to escape that time. He was trying to... He killed Nora. Yeah, that's so, fair. Um, sky surfing to get to the... Freeze moth. Yeah, skyboarding was my my next line, the next note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is absolutely ridiculous because they do lots of flips and stuff. Those boards are not are secured. Not, not secured, but they stick to their feet. For they're some just reason. the they're just the doors. Yeah, but but they they don't lose them even though they do lots of flips. Especially Robin is yeah. doing lots of flips and crazy shit and woohooing a lot. I double-checked, and sometimes he grabs the board. So sometimes when he's doing flips, like, it makes sense for the board to s- stick with him mm-hmm. a bit. Like, he can he can do that. But, like, there are also times he does the same sort of flips without grabbing anything, and the board should be taken by the wind at that point, and he should fall. Yeah, definitely. So, odd. Definitely. Very odd. But he also did a lot of woohooing that I thought was rather unnecessary. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cowabunga. Yeah. Absolutely said that at mm-hmm. one point. Yes, yes. Um, then, then he freezes them down the, the furnace shaft, uh, 
<laughs> I know it was a furnace because they yelled out, he's freezing the furnace! <laughs> yeah, this was all very classic Batman of just tell you what's happening. Yeah. It was, uh, I thought it was... It, I think it's funny still. I it, still think it's funny. It's silly, but it's it's not well written. No, well, it's because I feel this whole thing just is, like, ripped from a page of a comic book. Like, it literally has that feel but to it. But you can still have a well-written comic book. <laughs> Five vault doors? <laughs> Snowing inside? <laughs> They go through five vault doors in this furnace. Mm-hmm. In this furnace. And he, as you pointed out while we were watching it, uh, he sprays down the thing. And then it's just snowing inside because he sprayed down the center of the furnace before he opened any of the vault doors. Right. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Like it was going to have something to say to me. No. It, uh, it has nothing to say. Yeah. It looks nice, though. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he freeze one of them earlier? That looked super easy. Right, yeah, you just kind of, when he froze Robin, he just was like, whoop, and then, and then he just bails. He was like, yeah. I'll kill you later, uh, <laughs> or why, I'll kill yeah. you next time, or some shit like that. And I was like, you had them. Yeah, it, it, it was to give him the hero's ultimatum, yeah. save the boy or come after me. Yeah. Yeah. Which all villains love to do, obviously. For some first, reason. On first meeting, that's like the villain's first date. Like, they, they're robbing a place, and then when they get away, they give you the hero's ultimatum. And it, it's just, that's the start, that's, that's a villain's first date, I'm going to say. Yeah. 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 I'm, I feel confident in saying that. Fair call. Um, I, I like that, actually, a lot. <laughs> uh, so... All of all of Freeze's lines, except for three of them, including mm-hmm. those two expository ones we just said, were puns. Yes, all of them. Yes, in that opening sequence, at the very least, were all puns except <laughs> all for three ice lines. Puns. Referring back to note number two, I love ice puns. <laughs> this movie understands my humor so well. It, you, <laughs> you really did laugh quite a few times. Um. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman does a full Jim Carrey's Riddler to <laughs> ba- to watch Bane happen. Yeah, she starts off and she is just immediately unhinged. Yeah, <laughs> like, she is. She's Pamela she Isley. Ev- yeah, but when she's still Pamela, before she ever gets any poison ivy powers, she starts off as a crazy person. Yeah, she's. Her research funding has been caught. She's doing things for the shady scientists. Cut. Well, she caught. doesn't know it's been cut. No, but like she's just doing things for the shady scientists. That her work's not really getting where she thought it was going to get to, because she finds out she that this crazy scientist has been making Bane people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then Joe, oh, where where uh, we the got Bane a Bane intro is is great. Is yeah. my when she sneaks in there. And she watches him like give the the skinny little guy the 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 venom yeah. serum or whatever, and fucking he's like doing a bidding war for this serum. Yeah, for with these, the like, Rocky Horror audience. Yeah, and. and it's like there's this skinny little serial killer from. Well, they 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 tell you that he's a serial killer that's on death row. Yeah. And little dude, and then like they CGI like buff him up until he, they get the other guy put in there. Like yeah. after the zoom in on the face, I think some of that was practical, like inflatable. 
Was it? I think so. That's neat. It looked more practical than CGI to me. Could have been. It was the late nineties, so yeah. it was it could have been one enhanced with CGI. That would be nice if that's how all people use their CGI. <laughs> Everywhere. Fair. Absolutely fair. <laughs> um then uh she gets spotted af- yes. after the fun Bane expansion. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh he gives rapey vibes, super sudden. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just all of a sudden like, ah, I'm a, you're, you owe me and we are going to rule the world together. And like, nah. And then uh, what's, what's, what's the line? Because she says she's just not interested and she's like, you're crazy. Oh, God, what did she say? Uh, oh, uh, wait, I have Unfortunately. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> He's like, I respect your opinion. Chemicals, just very apparently dangerous and uh, highly acidic chemicals because it just not only makes all the plants grow, but burns a hole in the floor at the same time. Yep. And it's, I don't know, apparently just dirt underneath, like immediately underneath that floor is just dirt because she just sinks down into the dirt immediately. Taken by vines. And he's not, he's like, yeah, just sink into the dirt where you belong that you love so much. And like, those vines are actively grabbing her, sir. You should be a little more concerned right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe not of her coming back. That's that would be a weird concern, but mm-hmm. of the plants, definitely of, of the plants, whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we move from Poison Ivy's or- origin over to an overly protective Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, thing going on. Yeah, and uh, it's it's. I said to you just a few moments before we started recording, it's like it felt like uh, George was in a different movie yeah. than everyone else. He he was acting in an entirely different movie, still a Batman movie, but an entirely different one. Yeah, and oh, he was doing well better than everyone else because <laughs> he is. He just is. Um, th- then we got Alfred is sick. Yeah, Al- Alfred's more sick, definitely. Alfred Bond is emphasized. Mm-hmm. Um, the science guy did nothing to clean up Ivy's death hole. At all. No, he, he didn't just, care at he all. Just he just went over. right back to bidding off the, the venom serum, yeah. which presumably he did sell some of that day, so it's out there somewhere else yeah. in that world. Which is great. Um, but he didn't clean up, so she kills him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she apparently just knows Bane. I guess. Like, at the end of that scene, she's just, like, coming Bane, or, like, whatever, and, like, yeah. gets a response from Bane, and, like, what What do you mean? <laughs> she's had no time to establish this relationship. It's not like she knows that Bane is super subservient already. She just assumed he would be, I guess. Yeah, it just made it work for her, but that's really Maybe weird. Maybe she has the, that pheromone thing. Well, yeah, but that's specific pheromone dust that she has on her gloves. It's not stuff that she just emits naturally. Like, she just knows how to make that. That's uh, why That's why when it doesn't work that one time, she just looks at her glove like, uh. Mm, I see. It's coming off the little gold leaf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why she also has to do it out of the makeup thing later. Because it's not, she doesn't have a fancy arm uh, <laughs> sleeve. Arm sleeve. Arm sleeve. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Um, everyone and everything around Freeze is also a pun. 
Yes. His entire ice layer is a pun, and he makes his goons sing Christmas songs? <laughs> Everything is ice-themed, including the TV? Yeah, including the TV. It That was a... <laughs> it's weird, because that's the second time that's happened. Like, small side tangent, last night as we were going to bed, my son put on I Am Legend for his bedtime movie, which I found to be an interesting choice, yep. but... Yeah. Okay. And, like... Word for word, along with the movie that's going on the TV, just quotes it along with... Right. As then, we all can do. Yeah, yeah. And then he's just like, he just looks at the kid and he's like, I like Shrek. And, but it was just very interesting to me that I've seen two movies now that have had different movies on within those movies. <laughs> do you remember what the song was? It was from uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? No, no. Yeah, that one's from uh, A Year Without a Santa Claus. Uh, when they heat the, it's the, the Freeze Miser song. Uh, okay. I'm Mr. Freeze Miser. I'm Mr. Snow. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't one in my childhood. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. Uh. I assume even if they sue us, it'll be cheap because Batman and Robin could get it. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> I like that whole one. That's good stuff, man. Some of those Christmas movies are great. Yeah, that's fair. Um, did he build his wife's coma chamber around an existing freezer pantry? Um, That's an interesting... Hmm... <laughs> Because mm. it looks like he did. Uh, I, he he must have like. Because all the food was just there, and lo- looks like he built like, either he built it to be a freezer pantry like it is, like I want to say a walk-in freezer, but it's not because it doesn't have a door. It's just part of the thing, and mm-hmm. his whole place is a freezer, so it's a freezer pantry. Mm-hmm. And um, like he just moves some of the food out of the way, and there's a button. Yeah, but like. Did he did he build it inside of there or did he he build the place around it? Yeah. It's just it's odd either way. If, yeah. If I'm being honest, it's a weird <laughs> place to keep her. Um Anyway, just a question I had. <laughs> Alfred's niece shows up is all sneaky motorcycle girl. <laughs> yeah. Um Oh, and uh, I wrote a note for you, Bane in a hat. Bane in Hat is so good. It's so fucking good. I actually did write a couple of notes in here that I just, like, I noticed you weren't taking notes. I'm just gonna write that quote down. Bane in his fucking duster and his trilby looking like a fucking 1920s private detective is so good to me. You can see all the tubes coming out. Yeah, I mean, he's still vain. It's like Raphael walking around like that. You're not really hiding. You can see your feet, man. You didn't put any shoes on. You're not covering your face in any way at all. You just put on a jacket and a hat. But it's so funny. You know, the rim of that hat is actually turned up in the back. The light just shows your green neck. When they call Batman to the thing, and they show him the Casablanca picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, clearly Bane with his hands in his pockets and a trilby on. <laughs> yeah. And Ivy just in the front, all... all oh, I can't remember the actress's name. Oh, it's so funny. I don't know. But, yeah, it's, it's very clearly meant to be a Casablanca homage it's, or whatever. It's so funny. Um, my next notes are uh, the Gotham statues are crazy. 
Like, oh, yeah. The way the city is built on fucking statues. And so many large statues. Like, like tens of stories tall. Yeah. Dozens, even, of stories And tall. they're holding up, they're like integral parts of the infrastructure of this city. Yeah, the, the observatory that the final fight happens in is being held up by a statue. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, it's what? My note is Gotham is looks insane. Yeah. I don't know if I meant to do that, but yeah, yeah, it's it feels very comic booky to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all very '90s CG. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I'm fine with it for whatever reason. Yeah, like, no, it's it's far enough away from Uncanny Valley. I think is what it is. Like, it's very clearly mm-hmm. fake. Yeah, like yeah, it's just like, so obviously yeah. fake. Like. The statues being part of the... When you see actual people going around and, like, that being the city and you see cars driving on a freeway that's being held up by the shoulders of a giant, like, Adonis statue or whatever it is, I'm just like, that is ridiculous. (laughs) That is fucking... What? (laughs) Yeah, nonsense. Um, Oh, I can skip that note because that's just a thing that gets answered by the movie and I was stupid. Um, they is, go to the botanical gardens, or is that what happens next? Because that's what I have notes on next. <laughs> um, oh, uh, she's she approaches them at the at the thing. Oh yeah, the the thing where he's talking or whatever. Yeah, where they're talking about the observation. Yeah, the, deck they. Thing. Oh yeah, when they put the telescope in the observa- observation. Yeah. Tower place. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, and she shows them. She gives them like this plan that's would save the ecosystem because that's all she wants. She like that's her attempting, quote unquote, to be a good guy. Yeah. And like not destroy everything. She's like, I'll give them a chance to just to listen. It, it it's funny because it's like the exact same scene from Batman Forever with the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Where Enigma uh, comes up and is just like, I got an idea, it's gonna be so great, it's gonna be so great. Then he's just like a little too much. Mm-hmm. When he's just like, nah. Or Val Kilmer. Yeah. No, you're you're just a little much for me right now. Mm-hmm. Please back off. He's like, no, no, that's a great idea. That's basically what happened here. She yep. was just like outright yelling at everybody in attendance, and then it's just like, if you had just dropped off the proposal and left, it probably would have gone through. Bruce Wayne's well, a conscious-minded no, he, person. He read it. He like he looked at it right there in front of her, and he talked about how he's like, oh, no diesel for fuel, no being able to like. He he listed off like a couple of things, and he's like. Millions of people will die if we do this. Like, uh, we can't do this. She's like... And that's when he she kind of let out some of the crazy, because she was like, those are acceptable deaths in the face of saving the Mother Nature. And he's right. like, no, people's lives come first. And he gave the, the proposal back to her. Uh, yeah, I guess I just missed some dialogue. I was dealing with Baby a bit of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I I might have missed. One yeah, I didn't take pieces. notes, but I'm good at recalling specific things like that. So that's that's very good because I was I was just confused by that. But also, um, she was just she can just monologue her way away from a section she was previously not allowed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like she rushed past the guards, and Bruce Wayne was like, "It's okay, let her speak." <laughs> she's you know, she's Uma Thurman. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. She performs well. Freeze takes out a goon just for talking. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he just like interrupted. I mean, the, he was watching the home his, video. his yeah his his wedding video with his wife. 
Yeah. And so he was very emotional. But he still made a joke about it. I hate it when people talk during the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like. That's a meta joke. He didn't know he was making that joke. I disagree. <laughs> the amount of jokes he says in this movie, he definitely knew exactly what he was saying right there. <laughs> this, is, this is a freeze who's gone a little bit mad and finds that humor a little bit funny because they couldn't put the Joker in this. That's fair. <laughs> Um, I liked at the beginning, we didn't talk about it, but when he just grabbed his gun was stuck up on top of the thing, so he grabbed the guy and he threw him. Oh, yeah, he yeah. he got his gun back, he's like, thanks. Yeah. And he gets his gun back because he throws the guy, he turns around and the guy falls to the ground behind him. That was, that was a funny and well-timed <laughs> bit. All of that was really good, just using a man to, to, to throw a thing, just throw at a different object is very funny. Uh, it's so good. He also uses a man later to hit another man, and I thought that was very good. <laughs> yeah, he does do that. He just uses men to do things, and it's really <laughs> funny. Like, as tools, as literal tools. And it's oh, funny. it's the the converse to the way Ivy tries to seduce and use men to do things. Oh, she, she just forcefully does it. She seduces them. Nah. They're both manipulating men. I understand it now, Joel Shoemaker. <laughs> You're I dead, get what but... you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would argue that, like, I think this is a good point to say, uh, I would argue that this really could have been an awesome movie. Like, critically, it could have been a good movie if there had been one person in Joel Schumacher's corner that was just like, hey, tone it down just a little bit right right here. <laughs> just just here. Just, okay. Keep it up. Keep it up. Okay. All right. Pull back. <laughs> just just a smidge just, just a smidge jolly baby come on just, just the, a smidge just 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 one less joke in there yeah just one back. less maybe maybe he could say one thing that means something really quick <laughs> just one cool fantastic because he he gets a couple of those at the end and it it feels good <laughs> right right it feels good maybe we could sprinkle it should be right. saved for the end maybe we should sprinkle it, it should be saved some... for the end come on save it for the end Shooey. We're saving it for the end. <laughs> Not nearly gay enough, just to be clear. Don't care. He is the gayest man that ever lived. He claimed like 30,000 bodies. <laughs> Male bodies, to be clear. He was super clear about that. <laughs> What's your next <laughs> I'm fascinated by who Joel Schumacher was as a person. My next note is, uh, voting on women regardless of context is an odd thing to see. Yeah, uh, my next note is, so so they go to the botanical garden because Batman's setting up a trap to get uh, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Where he's going to, to donate a diamond to the botanical gardens. Yeah. Also, For some reason, I would like to point out one like funny identity thing that happens that here. Bruce Wayne's doing that. Yeah, so Bruce Wayne has donated the diamond. It's from Bruce Wayne's public or private um, library of mm-hmm. um, precious things, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but Batman, Batman is there to present that diamond. Yeah, Batman and Robin are there to present it. And Bruce Wayne's nowhere at this benefit. And he's that's like the one time he shows up to things is for big benefits like this. <laughs> so nobody's putting that together. That doesn't even count Everyone the Wayne credit card. Everyone seems pretty fucking card. stupid. Yeah. Yeah. 
everyone seems pretty pretty dumb in their town, to be fair. They like, do. Literally everyone in their town is pretty dumb. Uh, yeah. Then we got the gorilla striptease from Poison Ivy. Yeah, I, I have in here the the Poison Ivy intro is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> she re- she literally uh, walks all over men Yeah. On, on her way there. And they're bidding on women to quote dance with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the that's what they are saying. Um, double entendre so obvious a toddler could pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> bat credit card. Yeah, I yeah yeah the bat credit card can't go without saying something about that because that also is an identity problem. Who is that getting billed to if it's not coming out of Wayne it's Enterprises? Going to Batman clearly. It can't. That's not how cards work. The card says Batman on it, and it says forever on the other side. Yeah, but it's clearly under just... Under the like, expiration date, it just says forever. So it says Batman forever on it. Funny stuff. Funny stuff I just didn't notice. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny, 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 funny stuff. He says, never leave home without it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, but what? When does Batman ever need to buy anything? He's, is, is Batman stopping to, at the store for milk the on the way home? Station. No, no. Bruce Wayne has Alfred pick up loads and loads of gas cans and fill that <laughs> shit up. No, Alfred's dying now. He can't be doing that. Uh, he would have been up until that point, so there would have been... There's no point for him to have the credit card, is my point. That's, that's really odd. That's fair. It is also at this point where they have a fight, and we get... Cartoon sound effects. Yeah, the, the so I was I pointed out right before you said the cartoon sound effects, the freeze effects. Yeah, yeah, were like just really fun. They the are whole time. Yeah, they're really fun. The blue beam that freezes people and the way people freeze is really it's just it's campy cheesy. Like you know what it's doing, you get it. It's mm-hmm. fun. Um, but yeah, the the cartoon sound effects all the way through their very personal fight where it's like supposed to be like this. <laughs> Brother versus brother, father versus son, like, <laughs> battle over a woman. And you're like, well, that's an odd context, but this should still feel a little more dramatic. It just doesn't, because there's cartoon sound yeah, effects. Yeah, there's literal cartoon sound effects. They people slip <laughs> and go, yeah. <laughs> you're like, wait, huh? Like, when did this turn into a Scooby-Doo cartoon? It's just straight up onomatopoeia sounds, and it's hilarious. Um... Poison Ivy gives in to Freeze's manliness. <laughs> she just like wets her little green tights about him as soon as she sees him, and it's so odd. She's like, "I want to rule this world and make a new lively place." And she's like, "Yeah, after you freeze over the whole world, I'm gonna do that." Like, wait, he's gonna freeze over the everything you <laughs> like. All the plants are gonna die if he does that. Like, I mean, obviously you have roots and stuff underground. Yeah, well, you, he you can't can, get rid of the sun, so like, but he can re, like she can't regrow anything he does kill. But like, the the point stands is that he's gonna kill the entire Earth with freezing it. Mm-hmm. And also, why would she want the one person to be left alive with? a person that freezes things (laughs) it doesn't make sense no not really but whatever (laughs) um monkey work in this movie is poor bane 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Bane. He's relegated to, like, this sad little, um, like, BDSM slave. Yes, that's exactly, yes. Like, that's, that's very, exactly what I was going to say. That's that's very much, it feels like what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think that's exactly what the intention was. Yeah. The The problem is, is that Bane was never stupid like that. And no, so to Bane's make ridiculously him... smart. Yeah. What a beautiful voice, Batman. <laughs> like, but the Bane from the comics figured out, like, who Batman was, like, went out of his way to go fight him. Mm-hmm. And then he beat him. Yeah, and broke his back. Yeah, with that... over his knee. Yeah. Bane and I were born in the same year and month. Did you know that? <laughs> like, like, not, like, in lore, but, like, his first issue, his first appearance was January 93. the year and month I was born. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, was, I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but, yeah, he's relegated to definitely just a BDSM slave here. And uh, that's that's it's, a shame. It is a shame. And then, ah, Robin, because Batman shut off his engine. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of my notes from here on out are just quotes from the film. That is fair, yeah. And that's not a scared, like, I'm falling. No, that's a shakes fist at sky. Ah! ah of anger. Yeah. <laughs> He's overprotective again. And then uh, Alfred is sick. Alfred's very sick. Alfred gets progressively more sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, flashback ceiling. Because <laughs> there's just a flashback on the ceiling. It looks like they actually put screens up there. Yeah. I don't think they did, but it looks like they could have. It, it kind of looked weird. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, <laughs> or, uh, drag him into the cold beam. Yeah, I, I my next note here was uh, a freeze in prison. He has no space. Yeah, they had gave him this gigantic room, and then they have like a five foot circle of quote unquote cold beam. Yeah, that he gets to survive in. <laughs> it's it right like, over a bed. It feels like if they could have made the cold beam, they could probably have expanded it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the guards just sit in there with him apparently yeah. forever. Yeah, it's odd. No, <laughs> like, um, uh, glow in the dark gang. Yeah, the glow in the dark gang is an interesting choice. Yeah, they were... I think they just needed someone, and they were like, "How weird can we make this?" But that scene felt like it could have been in a Batman Beyond movie. To yeah, me. like it was out of place in this. It was very, very neon. I think I think it was trying to paint a picture of like exactly who like some of the gangs of Gotham could be, which gets explored a little bit later on when we get more of the Barbara storyline. Yeah, but these guys were very clear, like they're almost cannibals or whatever, maybe oh, because he had the line, "You look good enough to eat." Yeah, and I think I'd, I was like, "Wait a minute, are they are they cannibals? Are they a gang of cannibals that just hide out in Gotham?" Like. No idea. Bane kills them all. He kills them all, but, like, it was very a very interesting choice. Yeah. Um, what is Uma Thurman's accent? Um, it... It... Varies? Yeah. Is that what you were gonna say? Yeah. It varies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's variable? Yeah. You know, super malleable as to what the fuck she might have been going for? Yeah. I think because... First her, crush, first real crush on on the screen. Her poison ivy is meant to be just 
kind of obviously she's meant to be like a seductress. Yeah. And she's also very melodramatic in yes. everything that she does. Yeah. And so I think that she just was like I'm just going to use whatever voice seems to fit whatever she would be doing at that moment. I think Maybe. it's because she tries to use her voice and her accent in the same like manipulative way that she does like with everything else. It's supposed to be an act to seduce. Fair and enough. so she changes it with what she needs to be doing. I would I think you would be able to argue that. I... Does that make up for it being so flexible in the movie? <laughs> Not necessarily. But you, one could make an argument of such. Well, that's, a, that's a fair enough argument. It's better than anything I got. <laughs> um, Poison Ivy and Wayne Manor? Was she actually yeah, there? I think he was just seeing her, but I was very confused by that. Super unclear. Super unclear. Because like, at first she showed up, and I'm like, how the fuck did she get there? And then he just kind of looks at her weird. Yeah. And, like, oh yeah, and Bruce Wayne has a girlfriend, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> At all. She's called Gertie. <laughs> and she shows up a couple of times, but she doesn't... It doesn't seem to mean anything throughout no. the movie She talks all. to him about being serious about marriage, and he's like, I'm not the Marian type. And then she's like, well, I can't wait around forever. And then she, he kisses her because she's all hyped up on Ivy. And then he says Ivy, and then they're still together. Yeah. She, like, walks away all mad, but they're still together after that. So I I don't I don't know because they're together throughout the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. It felt like a breakup scene, but then it wasn't. wasn't. Yeah, it, wasn't. it just wasn't. Um, Robin follows Batgirl prequel with great interest. Yeah. <laughs> so my next note was uh, the Barbara storyline is ridiculous. Yes, the entire Barbara storyline is. Fucking ridiculous. It's silly, silly, silly. She is Alfred's niece. Yes, in this iteration, she's Alfred's niece instead of Commissioner Gordon's daughter. And she just shows up out of the blue without telling anybody. Yeah. And then she sees nice motor... I, I, I mean, I think she actually did show up to hang out and see Alfred. And then she saw motorcycles and she just like... I can win some money. Yeah, she, like, apparently knows how to ride bikes real good, and so she just And sneaks. also knows all the hookups and can get into the street races immediately as soon as she's in town. Yeah, yeah, because she's from England. Yeah, oh, she she was studying in England. <laughs> and she, yeah, goes out and sneaks a bike out of there and races and comes back and she wears like a full face helmet but every time they make her ride a motorcycle she takes the like when she's not when she's done she has like a a full fucking five o'clock shadow of dirt yeah like she's got goggle marks or she was wearing like a a motorcycle helmet with goggles and she was wearing a full face helmet the whole time she just should maybe maybe like the lower part of her chin and neck but it was the whole bottom half of her face yeah yeah Uh. it looked like a beard of dirt yeah (laughs) um Needlessly aggressive lipstick guy. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, super aggressive towards her for winning a race. Yeah. Um, then there was definitely, like, an eight-year-old kid in the crowd. Yeah. And a couple the... people got dressed up like a clockwork orange. Yeah, yeah. There was a, one of the gangs that's dressed up like a clockwork orange. One of them had, like, yeah, a, a small child with them. And I couldn't tell if it was just supposed to be a child or if it was, they were, were like, we need a a small person but we don't have any 
And so they used a child. It feels like you would just hire a, a small person because there are lots of them that are probably trying to get jobs. That feels really weird. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just, I, I could, I don't know. But there uh, definitely was a child there. Yeah. And then, um, Moto Murder Race I have here, but that, okay, I want to, I want to talk about this for just a second. This whole race, this whole time, mm-hmm. they're all racing really intently. Yeah. Then, um, there were like four, five racers, four racers. Mm-hmm. Um, no, there were five, because two guys got taken all the way out. Yeah. Um. And so the two... I actually think it, in the original intro shot, there was like, it was either six or eight, because it's two even lines of people. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was a second line of people. So, yeah, that makes sense. There's probably eight. Um, but the the most of them get taken out apart from the three, the aggressive lipstick guy, Barbara, and Robin. Yeah. Uh, who just... Kind of sneaks his way into the race somehow. Yeah, he he probably paid. He's got Bruce Wayne money. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, he's he's also in the race, and then he like the race just ends at a broken off bridge, and they were planning for this. So was like all of the other people in this race gonna die anyway, except for that one guy who yeah. called out the strike. Yeah, well, he that would mean he's the victor, I guess. Uh, and, I mean, he would get the money, but nobody would come back, and everybody would go looking, and everybody would find out that, like, seven motorcyclists died well, very suddenly, and then that guy would definitely be the one to blame. And, like, there's a certain point where it's okay to snitch because that dude's <laughs> killing people <laughs> to win races. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like you know, so I mean, if, I just assumed that was part of the sh- the thing. No, that's that's fucked up. I don't like. That's fucked up. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, he was just leading a bunch of people to their death, apparently for no apparent reason. Yeah. And yeah. um, obviously Robin saves Batgirl because that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Very clearly. Yeah. And then those guys just get away. That that part of the storyline is over now. Yeah. <laughs> Done. No more talk about any of that. Nope. Because she actually already had enough money. Yeah. She didn't need anything else. She was doing it for the adrenaline rush of it all. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what she's into. Um, she's a weird one in this movie. She, she is. is a strange person. She's an odd character. And um, Alfred's sick. They say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred's dying. Um. That's actually my last note. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. That's nuts. Okay. Um but yeah, so I have Alfred sick like they say it out loud and then uh the to freeze in his cell and he's got a toy replica of his coma wife that he's made out of ice. Yes, and he has put it taken a clock apart and put it on there and made like a little like it spins but he's turned it into a music box somehow because it's making like music tones and noises. Yeah, and I couldn't like, tell if that was supposed to be the box or if that was just background music for the it, movie. It was implied to be the box because it didn't start until she started spinning on it. Yeah, so like, but it's just a clock he used. There's no way he could have made it make music. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. So there's that. That was a thing. Um, uh, Ivy saves Freeze. With Bane. Yep. Well, saves, breaks him out. Yeah. Um, Casablanca. 
Yeah. That's yeah, where that yeah. picture is. They kill, well, she kills, the, one of the guards, I just want to point out, for absolutely no reason, one of the guards had an eye patch. Yeah. And I found that hilarious. Well, that's just, that's working at Arkham, man. <laughs> that just happens. One of those guys doesn't have a hand. <laughs> and, like, they're just hanging out. They got bit off by Killer Croc. In the cell. Yeah. In the cell with them. Like, wh- why? You can sit outside the cell. Well, that seems you- fine. He can't, you already established it, he can't live outside that little circle. It's probably funny for them to just watch him suffer in the little circle. They work at Arkham, Derek. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) Um, We got the, the, there's the evidence room that clearly has a lot of Easter eggs, but I uh, saw the Riddler suit, which is something I just didn't notice as a kid. I saw the Riddler suit. I think it was hard to tell because it was dark and we only got that one little shot, but I think I also saw uh, in one of the corners the Catwoman suit. Nice. Hell yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Those shelves look like they were piled with Easter eggs. Mm -hmm. Um, Probably could have found Joker's gun in there or something if you looked hard enough. Yeah. Uh, They... (laughs) They agree not to fight over Poison Ivy, and then they go, good stems, though. Buds, too. Yeah, buds, too. Yeah, those are nice as well. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> Man, this movie just made me laugh so much. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It just, that's... Such a weird thing to just throw in. Um, <laughs> my moral compass is stronger than pheromones. <laughs> so, like, Ivy's, like, trying to get all up on Bruce, and he's just like, nah. Yeah. Nah, I gotta do this thing to save the people. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Yeah, he he seems at some point just to be able to naturally resist the pheromone thing. Yeah. Because his moral compass is stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Robin is just enthralled, like, pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Ivy kills her, we think she kills Nora Freeze. Yeah. So, that's fun. Yep. Just pulls the plug on our little chamber thing there. Um, Alfred is dying. Alfred's dying! <laughs> and he makes a disc for Alfred 2.0. Yeah, for who his... Is Wilfred. Fr- Wilfred, yeah, his brother, clearly. Yeah. Uh, his brother, Wilfred. And uh, is I love old man Alfred in this movie. He is adorable. He is really good. <laughs> uh, is uh, is Freeze paying the hockey thugs well? Because they seem miserable. No, I don't think he they he is. But they seem really miserable. Why I are think they that, staying? Because he'll kill them if no, they leave. No, he won't. He will not leave that place. He was not going to go out after one thug. He wouldn't go after out after the team of thugs. He'd be like, I can do it myself, or threaten new I people. I think if they try to leave, then he would just freeze them. He'd turn them into popsicles around his lair. I d- well, there's plenty of times where they could just skate away. Like they, He gives them all that time for setup in that museum at the beginning. It's just that They could just skate away. They could just the, leave. The masculine fears, that, that masculinity you were talking about, <laughs> that Uma Thurman likes so much, that's, that's working into fear for the thugs. They're too afraid to leave. He's rolled a constant 20 on his intimidation. Yeah, yeah. All right. Doesn't make any sense to me. Um, All of Batman's info and schematics fit on one CD. Apparently. All of them. So this was like the late 90s. I'm pretty sure this came out in 97. Yeah, something like that. And uh, uh, I, I couldn't fit 
one full CD on one blank CD sometimes. <laughs> and that was in like the early 2000s. Yeah, we got 80 minutes of music to a to a CD was what we were allowed. Yeah, and so like what what CD-ROM, what blank CD-ROM are you buying from any store that has enough space on it in the mid to late 90s to get the all of Batman schematics and history. Also, Barbara finds out this information, and she uh, immediately is just, like, instead of being shocked, instead of looking confused, she just smiles like, Aw, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm in on the secret now. Yeah. Aw, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise at all. No nothing. It's just that smile. Pure excitement. <laughs> um, also, there was. I just thought it was a funny little detail. They put like this little, um, like password attempt counter in at the beginning, <laughs> yeah. and you saw it like count up a couple of times. And yeah. you're like, oh, she's gonna get locked out if she tries too many times. But then the next time she's trying passwords, they just don't show that box. Yeah. At all. Yeah, they discovered it. They're like, oh, oh, ignore that. That's not a thing. <laughs> so she needs a lot of tries. Okay, yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah. Like, she can have as many as she needs. I just thought it would have been funny to put a joke number on there, just <laughs> like one hundred and thirty-six. Right. One hundred and thirty-six <laughs> tries. And then the answer is a three-letter name. Yeah, that it's she a three-letter name. Side of her bed. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, who is this nutball? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I wrote that down. Who's this nutball? He says that to freeze as he, like, slams through the observatory in there. Oh my god, this scientist guy just hits me right in the funny bone. He's, like, one of the funniest guys in the movie, and he only gets, like, three lines and just... Kills all, each and every one of them. All of them made you laugh. With that. Uh, yeah, so, uh, brain algorithms into the bat computer. Yeah, yeah. Alfred made a, an AI of himself. He and put his brain algorithms into the bat computer. That was just such a good sentence, I could not write it down. Um, the Batgirl suit was ready and waiting ready. for his niece, who was across the ocean, and he didn't know was going to come back. No, I he... He said it like after she showed up, he assumed she would find her way down and therefore made the suit for her in, in like the, like the three day days? and a half or three days or however long it's been. Yes. They they brush over one day. I remember they brush over one day in the dialogue. Like there was, there was a day and night that we didn't really see as much of. Okay. But there was, yeah, so I think it was a total of three days she was there and sometime while he is sick as fuck and still attending to his butler duties, he has made her an entire Batgirl suit that fits her measurements that she didn't know he had the measurements for? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It fits her perfectly, man. I, yeah. You're not gonna tell me that's weird? I mean, it's Alfred. <laughs> he can just do things sometimes. He's, yeah. He's it's... Alfred fucking Pennyworth, man. He can do whatever. <laughs> So Except it's... stay alive sometimes. <laughs> he is fighting for his life in this movie. He um, really is. Through no mortal peril of any actual villain or anything, just bad genetics. Yep. yep. The same disease 
it turns out, that is afflicting Victor Freeze's wife. Yeah. How plot convenient. That's so very convenient. <sighs> um, we've got a... Uh, Robin can't swim because he gets yeah. knocked into the water <laughs> by poison ivy. After after she goes, sorry, rubber lips don't work. Or your venom doesn't work through rubber lips. He tears them off like inches away from her face still. And she could very easily just throw a kiss on him right after he tears them off. And it looks like he was trying to smoothly remove both. And he just got lips. the top one. Yeah, and he just got the top one and they didn't do another take, I yeah. guess. <laughs> it feels like they could have done another take for that. Um uh, him flopping around in the water yeah. and then like he comes up and they clearly just reverse the fucking footage yeah, and make him go yeah. back down <laughs> like he can't stand up in the water <laughs> it was so weird <laughs> it was really odd because I don't think his head broke the surface tension of the water before they reversed the film <laughs> so it looked like he just came up in this weird bubble and went back down like, he was actually being held by the surface tension of the water, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, but it's really funny. Um, fuck. Uh, ice vehicles? One is fan-powered? Yeah, one one looks like a could be a swamp boat, but it's also a snowmobile. On, on ice. On ice, with a fan. That girl's just got a very sensible, like, motorcycle with blades. Yeah. So yeah. it can just go through the ice and it's, like... Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. And Batman's got, like, an icicle or an ice skate Batmobile. Also had that as a toy. It's like great. a... It also looks kind of like a bat wing a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But for ice. Yeah, but for ice. Yeah. But they're very interesting vehicle choices. Yeah, um... Also very interesting that she just, they had three. Yeah. Yeah, they had three ice vehicles. Maybe that's why Robin got stuck with the fan thing. Yeah. Yeah, normally I feel like he would have got the motorcycle. Yeah. But he's like, I'll let you have the motorcycle. I'll take the snowmobile swamp <laughs> boat thing. What are those Why called? did you make this, Bruce? <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Was looking to be more fuel efficient. It's not. It just looks weird. <laughs> it works very well. Why don't you drive it? Look at my very cool Batwing. It runs on diesel. Yeah. That's why I was trying to be more fuel efficient with your vehicles. Uh, Poison Ivy. I read that thing. She really doesn't want us to use that anymore. And I, I use think a that... lot of diesel in the Batcave. <laughs> You yeah, what does that car believe. run on anyways? What is that, like a fucking 16 valve? Like, Jesus Christ, man. It is also diesel powered, yeah, yes. Yeah, I assume so. You don't get an engine that big without putting some fucking heavy-duty gas in it. Look, every vehicle and computer in this place is powered by diesel. Why are the computers gas-powered? Do you have electricity? <laughs> I, I was just setting it all up at once. It just was convenient. How many generators run this place? I... You use gas-powered <laughs> generators to run the Batcave. I've lost count at this point. Oh, but no wonder Alfred's never up in the mansion. He's always fucking refilling the gas tanks down here. There's one major gas tank that fills into all of them. We made a <laughs> reservoir. You just own an oil field? Batman's I own three oil fields. <laughs> Why do you think diesel costs so much? <laughs> I'm using so much diesel. 
Not sure that explains a lot. <laughs> so, um, the next the next line I have is a quote. Um, it's one of those days. Yes. <laughs> it's one of those days. Oh my god, I love that guy so much. It's the same scientist guy from earlier. Just, he's getting like he's about to get. Uh, the entire telescope is just swinging towards him, and he's about to be like basically swatted onto the scaffolding, and that's what he says in response. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, I love it so much. Bane shrink. Bane shrink. Make Bane tiny. They they kick the tubes out of his head, and he shrivels back up into his skinny little self, and I, I guess dies, because he doesn't move anymore yeah, after that. They just don't bring him up again. <laughs> yeah. Dead Bane. Dead Bane. Um, that means Batman, or Robin, and... Uh, well, okay, we skipped over a bit where Batgirl shows up, and Batman looks at her. And they're like, who are you? And she uh, smiles, and she says, I'm Batgirl. And Batman just looks at her, he's like, well, that's not very PC of you. <laughs> what about Batperson, or Batwoman? <laughs> And then she gets defensive, and she goes, it's Barbara, Bruce, it's me! <laughs> and, like, like, like they didn't fucking know that. Yeah, yeah. And then they make a joke, like, they walk away, she's like, I'm here to help you guys. And they start walking, and, and Batman looks at Robin, and he goes, she knows who we are. And Robin smiles, and he goes, yep, guess we gotta kill her. Yeah, yeah. And then Batman goes, yep, but we kill her later. Yeah. First we have stuff to take care of. And she just smiles and follows them, like, like... What is is that supposed to be like? It's like, a joke. Like it, it's yeah. a joke. They say it jokingly. Uh, at least Clooney does. Chris <laughs> O'Donnell kind of says it seriously. And honestly, if I met Chris O'Donnell in real life, I feel like he might be a little bit scary. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like George Clooney would be utterly charismatic and then talk a lot of shit about me. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting, like that was the whole conversation was weird. They they jumped a bunch of different things around in that conversation. Like yeah. you could have stuck with a PC joke and then carried that over, but they made they shoved two jokes into the one thing. Yeah, and then it made it weird. The whole thing was weird. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> redirect the sun. That would probably have global consequences, right? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I love, we have 11 minutes where he's like we have to redirect the thing we need to find the sun and Robin goes but it's morning in the Congo <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like wait what <laughs> how do you know that yeah he did just know it offhand, didn't he he didn't yeah. like look anything up no he didn't he's like but it's morning in the Congo I'm just hang on a second <laughs> why do you know the Congo so well Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, after after that, I just have to note ice-themed bat suits that also happen to match Batgirl's bat suit. Yeah, yeah, which is an interesting... It's Well, because Alfred did just make her suit after she showed up. Maybe he made those suits specifically to help them fight freeze because freeze stuff had just started happening at that same point in time 
Yeah, maybe, but like that seems weird that he would not just make it as a generalized suit because he didn't know when that was going to happen. Also, just because she becomes Batgirl doesn't mean they don't need... Oh, I guess because they do end up saving Alfred. They don't need to go find Wilfred. Yeah. But, I mean, Alfred knows that he's getting old. He should probably still be trying to find Wilfred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's looked at every known address he could find. Yeah. <laughs> he said so, like, twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wilfred works for a floating court. Yeah. So yeah. they move In all India. over India. Yeah. <laughs> in India, in India, that's hard. Um, bah, 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 bah. how did he record the confession in close up? Poison Ivy's confession was recorded in close up on film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, like when I, I pulled during the plug, the, the fight and everything though too. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, when Mister Freeze, he swings and he does his thing and he misses and he just smashes stuff. And goes, ah! Uh, just, yeah. like, it's this monkey anger about him. I was like, what are you doing? He's just so full of rage. It's, it's... Um, and Freeze has the cure on him, and he gives it to Batman with a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it does happen. I guess <laughs> take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> And uh, I want to point out that this movie did something really, really cool in that they gave uh, Freeze the most ethical ending that could possibly happen, mm-hmm. um, where he got uh, his wife is not actually dead. They've got her, and they're like moving her to Arkham Asylum to be in a lab where he can study and continue his research. He's just going to have to do it at Arkham Asylum, and like all of that makes so much sense. Yeah. And, like, the other endings for Freeze are pretty sad, don't get me wrong, and they're a really good story, but, like, they don't, um, they're just not reasonable, or, like, a couple of them aren't reasonable, but, um, this one is, like, logically sound and, uh, works. Yeah. Like, works on every level, works on something Batman would do, works on something that... Uh, Freeze would accept, and it works on something that would be logical in the real world to let happen, because this is a brilliant scientist, and he's motivated by one thing. He's just insane now because of that. That's fair, up to a point, which I will talk about in a moment. So we, I think we discussed towards the end of the thing, I'm like, that. yeah, it's a win-win. Like, Batman or Bruce Wayne can quietly fund his research while he's in Arkham. Yeah. Because potentially they can save, or stop a disease one day. Freeze still gets to work towards saving his wife, but he's locked up in prison. Like, it's it works for everybody on every yeah. level. Right up until you make him the cellmate of the person that he yeah. found out betrayed him. Yeah, why and would then that leave happen? him with his suit, yeah. still fully powered. And I'm like, that was a decision that, that Batman or Bruce Wayne or, her, like... You clearly put him in there and was like, here, we're funding him, we're doing this, we're doing that. You had, that was a choice that you put him in that room. You knew what you were doing at that point. It absolutely had to have been. Like, there's no way he didn't know. Uh, Like, he put put him in there for revenge. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he understands what justice means. But that's still, out of everything that Batman and Bruce Wayne had done up to that point, that felt like the least 
Batman or Bruce Wayne thing. Yeah, that was very Which you know he clearly had to have a hand in. Yeah, he definitely, he could have at least said, make sure this doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah, don't put these two in the same room together or whatever. Then I, that that's a choice that I think what they should have done. Yeah. Is have uh, even just that on scene when he puts them like drops freeze off or hands them off to the cops or whatever he's like make sure he's not locked up with Ivy yeah they're like that's you a, know like that's a throwaway line would have made it perfect yeah. but they didn't do that and that implies by for sure he had something to do with putting those two in the same room together yeah fucked up <laughs> um uh, you pointed out that Robin's. Uh, changed they they all get gathered around to give the cure to Alfred, right? Yeah. And uh, everybody's in casual clothes except for Robin, who's changed back into his red themed Robin suit, not the silvery ice one that they had been wearing before. He's changed into a red one, and everyone else is in casual clothes. Like there's no explanation for this at all. And he's just in the, and I just like I did like the the DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah, point the meme. meme. I like set up. I'm like, he's in the red suit now. <laughs> what, what the fuck? Why is that? <laughs> um, and then yeah, freezes out yourself, and then uh, Alfred's all better, and then Alfred's better, and everyone's happy, and the movie ends with them all being part of the Bat family and running batlit by the backlit by the bat signal. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, towards the end, we did not, I guess we didn't touch on, George Clooney has a couple of really nice monologues. His goodbye yeah. monologue to Alfred was very well done. Super touching. Uh, the the bit where he convinces Freeze to just surrender and he'll put him in Arkham and let him continue research on his wife. There was, there was at that point where you turned to me and you're like, I almost forgot what movie we were watching. Yeah. Like, I mean, Clooney's like, Clooney's an actor. Like, he's he's straight up, he's a movie star. Don't put your phone down. You need to put down scores. Oh, fuck. Um, I already put down my scores and my total. All right, all right. Uh, what's what's the first one, the first the first score? First one, cine- cinematography. Ah, uh, yes. And what's your score? My score, I gave it a four and a half. It's a fun movie. I think that the, the cinematography itself is, like, well done. You can see the vision that was behind absolutely every single shot in this film. Even if some of those shots I don't particularly agree with, like the groin shots, I felt (laughs) unnecessary. Uh, But, like, I understand each and every little bit of it. I I felt those fundamental to my childhood. Of course you did. (laughs) And, uh, but I I think it's all very well done. Four and a half out of five. I, I give it a four. Four? Yeah, there's just sometimes it's just like, man, that's a, that's a screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's our next score. We are uh, running the a next, little long on this. Okay, the next one, uh, acting. Acting. <laughs> Fucking two. Two? What? Really? Yes. <laughs> yes, really. Everyone but uh, fucking uh, George Clooney and... What's his face? I did a did a poor job, uh, Alfred. Alfred? Yeah. I don't know, man. I gave it a four. <laughs> I think everyone. Once again, this is one of those things where they were having so much fun. Everyone put their all into this movie. Oh yeah, everyone. Everyone definitely put their all into it. They threw Uma their Thurman, dicks and pussies right onto the stage and were Uma like, Thurman "Look was at it!" Absolutely psychotic the entire time. 
She's literally just a crazy person. She starts off the movie rambling about plants and how she needs to... She's tr- She starts the movie by trying to mix snake venom and plants together into a plant that has fangs and venom that can fend for itself. And she does that by the end. Like, yeah, and she she's absolutely crazy, and it's amazing. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> who is throwing out these cheesy one-liners the whole time. He's doing it, and you believe him when he says these things. Like, these are things that he's like, I'm gonna say this when I do this thing, and this is gonna be good. <laughs> like, he, he, like, he's equally a crazy person, but in, like, a totally different... It, it's... I, I feel like everyone really just went for it, and I appreciate that. So I give the acting a four. <laughs> I, I gave it a two, because I feel like everyone super went for it, and, um... Sometimes they just shouldn't have. Uh, sometimes they should, like like I said with uh, Schumacher in general, just like, hey, just pull back. Just, just, just a little bit. It, they, we need to be reminded that these characters are people. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Just a little bit of human characteristic in there would have been great. <laughs> Something for me to empathize with or feel compassion for, understanding of, but like... They all start with these sympathetic backstories, and then they just comic book villain it up so hard that it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, they just, they, I don't care about his wife anymore because he's just such a goofy motherfucker. He is a bit of a goober. Uh, <laughs> he like, really is. By the time he's pounding his chest and yelling like a monkey, I'm like, okay, you can calm down a little bit, but it's fun. It's fun. And I feel like uh, Ivy should give me, like, like feminist empowered vibes not like um well Batgirl even calls that out when she kicks her ass she's well she she does but that's the just not ivy Mm -hmm. like that's 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 like my main comic book gripe in this like bane's character is fucked up we already talked about that yeah yeah they fucked bane over but (laughs) like ivy's kind of like legitimately empowered and she she seduces men to like literally use them and she she does that a few times in this but it's like she's also super hot for the the manliness of mr freeze it's just like (laughs) calm down (laughs) calm down now all of it's just like it's just it's a weird contrasting like thing yeah like it feels like they might have been going for empowerment and then they call it out with the batgirl thing it's just like so what really were you going for with that Mm -hmm. and what are you saying I don't understand any of your point to this character now. Fair. Yeah. Entirely fair. Um, Next is music. Music, yeah. Um, Score. Trey. I gave it a three and a half. Uh, It it was there, and it was... I mean, the score was definitely better than either of the Ghost Rider films. Yes. Scores. Yes. That's for sure. I acknowledge that it was there, but like it felt like it it fit the movie where it was supposed to. Uh, and sometimes it was a little wonky with where, and that's why you got a three and a half because I mean it was there, but sometimes some of the music I was like, I'm not sure this fits the the tone you're trying to achieve uh, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. I just like I uh, I view it as very middle of the road. Like it's just straight up, it's a three. It it did exactly what a score is supposed to do. It met the guidelines, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Like nothing went above and beyond. There was no like beautiful thing i came out of this with but yeah, yeah. but it, it was there and it, it did its job yeah and uh the last one uh i think we both know the fun factor fun factor 
It's a five. It's a five. It's a full five. It's a full five on the fun factor. This I is a sm- fun movie. I smiled. I laughed. I had a great time the entire time. The entire, what, two hours and yeah. five minutes or yeah. whatever It's a two-hour-long movie and then five minutes of credits. Oh, I love this movie. Yeah. It's so... Oh. So that leaves total score. Uh, I can do math. <laughs> 13 over here. 13 on your side. I have a 17 on my side. Good movie! Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. Batman and Robin, if you... Oh, God, it's a great movie. It's it's fun. It's, it's a really, like... And once again, I can test that this movie could have been really good. Chris O'Donnell could have been a really good Nightwing in the future. Uh, George Clooney could have been a really good Batman. All all of these characters could have played these roles really, really well. They're all great performers. What should have been done is just have a co-director on there with Schumacher, who's just, like, way too down to earth, you know? <laughs> and then just have that nice in-between balance, and I think this movie would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Get fucking Chris Nolan in there <laughs> with Joel Schumacher. Right, <laughs> I want to see that fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Man, that would be interesting. That would be a sight. Yeah, that would be a... That'd be Barbenheimer and for real. Yeah, yeah, it really would be. <laughs> really would be. All right, well, that has been Batman and Robin on this this episode of Bad Movies. Bad Movies. If uh, you agree with us or disagree, you know how to get a hold of us. You go ahead and you do that. And uh, Unless you think this movie's actually bad, then you could shove it up your pipe hole. I guess that's how Keenan would respond to you if you said it was a bad movie. So That's that's not true. But, I, I, I will respond to emails. We don't get a lot of them. I'm excited yeah, just, to get them. Just, just go ahead and tell us if you want to. Yeah. You can tell me to shove it up my pipe hole. Yeah. I might do it. Please don't. I'm going to shove all of Batman and Robin right up my pipe hole. That's a, that's a DVD, and that sounds painful. Yeah. Or a cardboard cutout. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> cardboard cuts, man. <laughs> Bad. Inside. Oh. Well, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.